0: Hello, this is The Daily Tech, and today I'm sharing some more tech news with you that should be quite interesting and quite good, so let's get right into it. Firstly, uh, it is by Android Authority, and it's, uh, people prefer the Galaxy S20 uh, Fan Edition over the other S-Series flagships, like the S20, S20 Ultra, and I probably, no, just S-Series. Uh, so the Galaxy FE is Samsung's latest attempt to lure flagship buyers who don't want to spend the whole 1,000 US dollars on a premium phone. So in their review of the phone they noted that it was a superb value, a great speed performance all at the price of 599 US dollars which is really good for Samsung fans who can't afford it. Hence why it's called fan edition I guess. They got people thinking, uh, what do people prefer? And I don't think this is going to be great for something. Obviously, they don't probably make as much from their fan edition as they do from other phones. So, obviously, they do want you buying other phones. But now, from seeing this, it's probably not as good for them. So, let's have a look. So, the S Ultra uh, got 8.25%. I assume to the S20. The S Plus got 12.46% uh, percent of people. The vanilla S20, uh, 20.71%. And the fan edition got a whole 58.58%, uh, which is quite a lot. So a total of 1,236 Android Authority readers, this is what they did the vote on, uh, of which a resounding 58.5% said that they would buy the fan edition over any other DS series phone. And of course if you were to apply these results to the current S20, so series it looks like the majority of readers would buy this fan edition instead of other ones. Of course a lot of people did uh, respond in favour of the vanilla one as well. Uh, This is also good for people who are not looking to spend this price, Uh, but I think a fan edition is still better. So there's Samsung Galaxy S Plus and Ultra Models got the least numbers, Uh, which isn't surprising to me to be honest, because um, obviously they're the more expensive models, people don't really seem to think about them as much as maybe a fan edition. I mean a fan edition is really good to be honest with value, so that's really interesting. Good thing to start with, nothing too long, just thought it was quite interesting. I don't know. I think it's definitely not surprising to me. I did kind of expect this, but didn't think it would be this. I would have thought it would be more like 50%, 40%, not 58%. So, quite interesting there. Not so good at this one. This is by the Argus. Uh, so, pictures of an Amazon Parcels uh, fall from lorry in A27 crash. You see, the lorry's taken up, like, lots of the... It's a very bad. Uh, So hundreds of Amazon parcels have been scattered across uh, this A27 after a lorry overturned on the busy road which obviously is quite bad. Uh, So the vehicle uh, flips onto its side, uh, spilling cardboard boxes with the Amazon logo on the front, obviously uh, Amazon deliveries. Of course it is unclear how this will affect deliveries in the area. It could be good, not good, I mean it, not good, I that was really bad. It couldn't be too bad is probably what I should have said. Uh, or it could um, be really bad, it could defect loads, it could be issues with who it is, they're going to have to check every one of on these, make sure they get there, it's also quite bad. A lorry came to rest on its side, lying across the central reserve, uh, re- reservation and blocking both carriageways near uh, Chisesta. So the incident happened at 5.40am, so quite early in the morning, and um, the road is likely to be closed for most of the day, of course it's near the end of the day now, uh, so, it might be fine now. So, following the crash, the lorry driver was taken to hospital with serious injury. Uh, though the police have said that it's not thought to be life threatening or life changing, so eventually we'll recover and be absolutely fine. But hopefully, it does stay like that. Uh, so, a 50 year old woman who was also driving a car was also involved in the collision and did suffer minor injuries, uh, which you can see from the picture here. Uh, so, The crash happened on the A27 near uh, Chichester uh, between Fishbourne and uh, Warblington, Uh, of course uh, this is what a West Sussex Fire and Rescue Service spokesman said. Uh, So this is causing uh, a three hours delay between travelling. So crews have released one person uh, from the HGV using small tools. Okay so they do uh, seem to remain closed for quite a while. yeah, so the road will be closed for a while, of course, um, yeah, just repeated the same thing multiple times, it seems, um, anything? Okay, so not great, I mean, we can see from this image, um, up here, mainly this one down here, you have Amazon parcels, I'm not sure if this is meant to be an Amazon delivery in general, or it's different deliveries, and it just it's ha- Amazon ones happen to be in there, I'm not too sure. Uh, but, kind of, it's really bad, like, I mean, at least the person in it should be alright, uh, at least the people who did suffer injuries should be okay, but still. Uh, so, of course, um, of course, hopefully nothing important gets delayed, I don't think it will, but, of course, people who have ordered stuff are going to have to wait a decent while, uh, I assume, depending on what they do with it. Uh, so, obviously, if they need to get another truck out there, they kind of load things onto it. I'm not sure how they do this, to be honest, they probably do have a protocol um something like that but it's kind of bad also it probably doesn't look too great for amazon either but yeah, i don't think it really affects them to be honest they're big enough and when it gets this way if it's a smaller company in this sample then it would affect them a lot more than amazon okay it's sort of one-time thing kind of thing whereas otherwise it might not be so not great at least uh everyone's okay at least they should be and hopefully they are um not over though i mean yeah, this is just bad. Hopefully, um, hopefully Amazon can deal with this all right for their parcels that are damaged. Um, obviously they should be able to track where it's getting delivered and they can work out who's, well, especially the parcels that got damaged as well. So, Yeah. On for the next news though, this feels like it's been really short already and we're already like near halfway through. Anyway, uh, so Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3, which I mean we've only just seen the two, but we like talking about the new ones before, uh, we just like talking about the new ones, just as in the technically new models come out, uh, could have an RGB lighting on the hinge, and it could just not be decorated, there could be other reasons. So the Galaxy Z Fold 2 is one of the most recognisable phones on the market. Um, the Z the Z Fold Three. God, I don't know what happened to my voice then. It uh, might stand out even more, which I didn't think was possible. So back in March twenty nineteen, which was quite a while ago, um, over a year and a half, uh, something did file a patent for an electronic device including including indicator. Uh, it was later pu- it was later even uh, published by the World Intellectual Property Organization, uh, W I P O, on October first twenty twenty, and spotted by Let's Go Digital. So images on the patent show. Uh, which has been created by Let's Go Digital, uh, you can see it uh, shows a lighting strip uh, on the hinge, a kind of hinge that would only be seen when the device is fully or partly closed. And it looks quite nice to be honest. So as you can see the RGB lighting uh, could span almost the entire length of the spine, I would not only add more flair to the package, obviously look quite cool, uh, but it could be like a notification LED, things like that, uh, to let you incoming calls or messages, uh, which I think would be really cool, I mean, just be a cool feature, I can imagine they would do it as well. And of course, it can be turned off and still look all right. So, getting notifications this way could also be an attempt to reproduce a number of uh, times the foldable is unnecessarily opened, limiting potential wear and tear, which could help as well. As uh, so I on the Galaxy Z Fold 2, something offers the option to customize the color of the hinge, it as it's now becoming an iconic design element. So, using RGB lighting on the hinge could take that to the next level, which would be really cool. You know, you can change it when you like, I assume, anyway. So other features we might see include an improved UTC, which is ultra-thin glass. I mean, we can probably see this. They are improving this. Uh, with a partnership with uh, Corning. And the S-Pen style support, which would make sense. Uh, but before that, we should see the launch of the Z Flip 2. And maybe that could be uh, the most affordable... Uh, most affordable... Foldable... Uh, foldable. i could give this uh, product tattery uh, quite a bit of, like, know, I mean. <laughs> I don't know. I mean quite interesting here. Uh so yeah, cool if I had RGB lighting. Um if you're actually listening then if you want, I mean not pressuring you to, but I mean you probably should. Oh no. <laughs> I'm joking now. So um comment if you what you think about having RGB there, like would you like it, would you not? I don't know. Put something like that. I mean I just want to get a bit of comments, you know. Uh, so, moving on to the next one, though. Uh, Huawei have really been getting hit. I swear, every article I read about them is bad. Well, not well, bad for them. Uh, so, Huawei um, ousted from the heart of EU as Nokia wins Belgium 5G contracts. So, um, Orange and Proximus have picked up Nokia to help build 5G networks in Belgium as they drop uh, Huawei amid US pressure to exclude them from supplying key uh, telecoms equipment. As uh, so the mus are among the first commercial operations in Europe to drop Huawei from the next generation networks and come after months of uh, diplomatic pressure from Washington. She alleges Huawei equipment could be used uh, for Beijing for spying, which obviously could be possible. Uh, so, the Belgian capital Brussels is home to NATO Alliance and the European Union's executive and parliament. Oh, by the way, this last article is by TechRadar and this one is by uh, Reuters. Uh, so... And this is uh, a concern for this, um, of course, with the Parliament thing, uh, for intelligence agencies. uh, Here's a quote. Belgium has been 100% relying on Chinese vendors for its radio networks, and people working at NATO and EU are making mobile calls on these networks, Uh, said John Strand, uh, an independent Danish telecoms consultant. Uh, So the operators are sending a signal that it's important to have safe networks, the United States uh, have welcomed the decisions by Orange, Belgium, and Proximus, uh, Proximus, which have a network sharing agreement. Uh, so this is the latest example of evaporating Huawei deals and further uh, confirmation of the worldwide momentum t- uh, towards trusted vendors. Uh, it's a bit annoying. I think it's really annoying for Huawei and all stuff. They've made a really good company, I would say, and it's getting destroyed because it's a thought that they could be spying. I mean, it is possible. Like, it's not... It is possible they could be. I mean, I think it's unlikely personally, but it is possible. Seeing as um, they just could be. I mean, I probably don't think so. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, it's a shame that there's nothing that can really confirm this. To be honest, I mean, if they're not, then um, obviously, I can imagine that'll be really annoying. I mean, imagine creating a company, doing well, and then come, and then other places shutting you out because. Uh, They think you could be spying for another thing. I mean, they might not even care about um, the government, Uh, like as in, even know, I'm not sure how it really works, if they'd have to or not. As the decisions leave, uh, Liberty's group uh, Telnet as the only mobile carrier in Belgium, uh, yet to say which supplier it will use for its next mobile networks. Uh, so, Telenet currently relies on equipment made by China's uh, ZTE and plans to announce its 5G decision in the first half of 2021, uh, spokeswoman said. Uh, so, so, closer scrutiny. So, the deals uh, to supply radio gear to Orange Belgium and Proximus uh, are a boost for Nokia, uh, which struggled to make headway in the 5G market earlier this year, uh, even as Huawei was under pressure. Uh, here's a quote. Uh, I have tried to become a uh, RAN, uh, Radio Access Network, uh, supplier to Orange Belgium since 2003, when the company was still a Mobistar. And here we are finally, uh, tweeted Tom, Tommy Iwitu, uh President of Nokia Mobile Networks. Uh, so the companies did not disclose further value for the contracts. Uh, Nokia shares were up 3% though, uh, afternoon trading. Uh, so we can see why there. Uh So... EU members have been stepping up scrutiny of the so-called high-risk vendors. Uh, this subjects Huawei's government, uh, governance and technology t- to e- critical uh, examination and is likely to lead other European operators to strip it from their networks, analysts do say, and I do believe this is happening. So Nokia and Ericsson have been uh, the main beneficiaries of the challenges facing Huawei. Uh, from Bell Canada to Corp uh, to Canada to BT in Britain, uh, the Nordic companies have been grabbing market share from the Chinese firm, uh, separately, Nokia said it has won well, a contract for our data management software to, uh, Telefonte UK, uh, which the Finnish firm said to replace, uh, less than 1% of the Huawei kit in its network. Uh, so, yeah. Huawei definitely not doing great right now. I'm gonna be honest, I mean, they'll still be able to operate in China, I assume. But, I mean, that could really hurt their company, especially if they've got so used to having all of this. It is possible. Uh, so... It's definitely... Interesting. It's is a shame, like it's just a shame that they're getting rid of all these. this good company I would say. I mean my parents have um Huawei phones and they work really well, they're really nice phones to be honest. So the shame that they're all getting Huawei's literally getting beaten. Like literally. Uh next upload Eurogamer, uh, by EuroGamer. And so much has a plan to circumvent Apple and Get um, Xbox on iOS. Uh, So, Microsoft is developing a browser based workaround to its game streaming xCloud service Uh, to get it onto iPhones and iPads. Obviously, Apple are very strict, so they've been trying to get it on. Uh, This is according to Business Insider and The Verge, uh, which reported on comments made by Xbox boss Phil Spencer to staff in a recent company meeting. Uh, This is what he said We absolutely will end up on iOS, said Spencer, who mentioned an early 2021 uh, launch for the uh, thing, uh, will end up on iPhone's iPads with Game Pass. I mean it's nice to hear that he's confident that he will. Um. So, Apple previously blocked plans uh, by Xbox to launch xCloud as an app on iOS, uh, despite earlier hopes that it would arrive. Um, Despite its recent rollout on Android, Apple is uh, keen to enforce a policy which requires each xCloud game to be submitted separately, and listed on the App Store, which obviously wouldn't be practical and couldn't really work. Uh, so Microsoft has already said uh, this option would not fit uh, game, Xbox Game Pass with its ever-changing list of hundreds of titles. Uh, fellow streaming services, Google Stadia and Nvidia GeForce Now have similarly backed off. On a very much related note, Microsoft said a uh, published document Setting out 10 principles for the Microsoft Store on Windows, laying out to ideas, how Okay, that's really not helpful. Uh, so the points, uh, which include a pledge to not block competing App Store, were warmly welcomed by uh, Epic boss Tim Sweeney, whose company is of course in the middle of its legal battle with Apple um, over Fortnite and the 30% um, App Store cut. Uh, so here's what he said in the tweet. Epic Games has proudly supported Microsoft's operating system since 1991, and it's wonderful to see Microsoft uh, formally uh, codify its long-held principles in Windows as an open platform and fair market for all developers and consumers. So, yeah. I mean, we don't really know how they're going to get it on there, but I guess they will eventually. There could be legal things to it, or they could just find a way around it. Who knows what they've done? Um, I don't know. Possible that they found a way around it, but I think uh, they're going to take a legal action on this. To be honest, I mean, taking a legal action would make sense. Of course, there's that anti-competitive stuff that Apple were involved in, and now um, this is definitely proving it anti-competitive. Uh, they need uh, a competition app store. Obviously, um, you know, they're definitely not allowing this, as you can probably work out. So, not great. I mean. Um. Yeah, I think they're gonna take legal on this. To be honest, like, yeah, it it would make it make more sense. I don't know how they'll find a way. I mean, they've probably got people working on it, but still. Now some VR news. Uh, so Red Matter. Uh, this is by VR Focus. Um, Red Matter. What's in the Wizard and will be enhanced for Oculus Quest two. Uh, so next week, oh, click then. Uh, next week, the Oculus Quest 2 officially uh, launches, upgrading uh, Facebook standalone virtual reality, uh, offering a lighter, sharper design. Today, Facebook has uh, confirmed several of these games released for the original Quest will be getting enhancement updates to run better on OECD better, um, headset. So five titles will be getting these free updates to make improved hardware, so if you already own them and you have pre-ordered the Oculus Quest 2, uh, you can download them to see the difference. Uh, so Arizona uh, Sunshine, Iron Lights, Red Matter, and Trover Saves the Universe, and uh, Warts of the Wizard—quite a few games there. Quite popular. Uh, so to make use of these upgrades, you need Oculus Quest Two, obviously, which is launching on the 13th uh, of October, obviously. Uh, so there are two models: 64 uh, gigabytes for the £299, which people are still happy about, and a 256 gigabyte model, which retails for. Yeah, they've done a typo here just looking at it they've put it for 399 us dollars uh, for the 64 yeah it's 299 uh, us dollars and if you've not ordered one already then you have to wait um because new orders of the website ship at the end of october uh, so the headset will be powered obviously by the xr2 platform by qualcomm uh, and it will have six gigs of ram could not fit eight gigs i feel like that might have helped Like, uh, there's a fast switch lcd uh, display 50 percent more pixels than before uh, it's a shame it's an LED, uh, uh, LCD, the old one was older but you know, it doesn't really make a difference to be fair, you won't notice anything too much, especially with that nice resolution. Uh, so 1832 by 1920 per eye. Uh, plus uh, the refresh rate at launch will be 72Hz but it will be followed up by 90Hz in the future. Uh, that is a possibility, it's, it's not a possibility, it's just something they're working on. And it's possible, the screen will refresh at 90Hz. Uh, so nice to see more games getting enhanced. Of course the visual uh, quality is much better and it's going to be which is really nice obviously VR gets more immersive as it's higher resolution higher graphics all that stuff and hopefully with the Quest 3 uh, it'll be even better I know I'm talking about the Quest 3 it's probably something that's 3 years this will be announced but still it's good to talk about so not much more to stay there um, it's cool though nice to see things getting updated of course for the people who are going to own both, they'll be able to see the difference, uh, so that's even better as well, I mean, if you can see the differences. Of course, people who buy buying this uh, right out and never owned a VR headset before probably won't notice as much, which is a shame. Uh, Actually, it would be nice to notice it, but I guess maybe uh, until it gets upgraded to 90Hz, I mean, you might notice that. I mean, you should notice that, to be honest. Uh, finally, though, this is by uh, Gizmo China. Uh, Gizmo China, I think. Yeah, like Gizmo China. Uh, so, Razer has launched a brand new gaming keyboard dubbed the uh, Black Widow V Three mechanical keyboard. Uh, so, keyboard comes in two shafts, uh, green and yellow, which are developed by Razer. Uh, so, the Razer Black Widow Spider V Three uses a classical full height buttons optimized for game triggers, including a total green axis of travel of four uh, millimeters, trigger travel of one point nine mm and trigger and pressure up to fifty grams. Uh, so the yellow axis total uh, three point five mm for travel. Uh, trigger travel of one point two meters, and the keyboard also has a button life up to eighty million times. Um, the yellow axis is kind of axis body uh, produced by Razer back in twenty seventeen. The key travel is shorter, which allows players to tap the buttons multiple times at a faster speed. Also uh, provides straight up and down linear feels uh, and quiet button sounds. Uh, which is obviously quite nice. Uh, the new keyboard, uh, keyboard even has uh, a new transparent shaft uh, shell which can show the chroma RGB lighting effect. Uh, with Thunder Cloud free software, it supports interaction uh, with more than 150 games and can switch lighting effects according to what character movement, or environment. Uh, it does feature uh, high quality ABS keycaps uh, which is nice and uh, there's a groove at the back of the keyboard which can accommodate wires uh while the wired version uses uh two meters of braided fiber cables also has an aluminium uh top panel one hundred and twenty nine hours of battery life as well uh so for the prices at one hundred four key standard edition uh, one hundred and thirty three u s dollars uh this is excluding the wrist rest uh one hundred four key version uh wireless uh costs two hundred and twenty three uh u s dollars and it is inclu- excluding the wrist rest And the 87 key version, um, no wrist dress, USB connection, 840 grams, and that's priced at 104 US dollars. I feel like today's one's been really cheap. Not cheap, I'm reading this. Uh, It's been really short, even, uh, because, I don't know, it feels like it. Probably hasn't been, though, to be honest. I mean, I'm fairly confident i said that for every one that I've done. But possible, though. Probably actually thinking about it probably isn't it oh uh, well anyways i do hope you enjoyed today's episode if you did please do consider subscribing and turning on bell notifications if you are on youtube uh this is so you seeing your latest tech news by me which is daily so if you're really into that daily tech news then do uh subscribe if you're on anything like google podcast anchor um google no uh apple podcast anything like that Uh, then do click the follow or heart button. There should be something like that.